What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of What in the Reality Hell. I'm your host, Brandon, and I'm actually going to be doing a solo episode this week. I know, sad face. Gia, our other host, unfortunately could not make it this week. She had a lot going on with work and other things, and she was just too busy for us. But that's okay. We won't miss her for too long. She'll be back next week. And, you know, I had to put another episode out. We just started. You know, a lot has gone down in the past week. I need to share my thoughts. Work has been obnoxiously annoying the past week, and, you know, it's been busy. So I'm glad I finally have a free moment to sit down and discuss all things I love which is reality TV. So with all that being said, let's get down to it. Now I was gonna start with just some basic like reality TV news or like what's gone down in Bravo the past week. Leading up to this moment, it had just been revealed that Sutton from The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills was officially declared a housewife for the upcoming season. And I was just gonna give my thoughts on that. But then the Bravo gods dropped a gift upon me a mere hour before recording this episode. The latest trailer for the latest season of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills just dropped. And let me tell you something, it looks really good. It seems like this season is going to focus heavily on Erica Jane and her divorce and the lawsuits she's in with her soon-to-be ex-husband Tom Girardi. But I'll get all I'll get into all of that in just a minute. The trailer, I've watched the trailer maybe like three or four times. And I'm going to be honest, when I first watched the trailer, I was a bit underwhelmed. I think just because I was expecting so much from it and I had like these unrealistic expectations because I knew it was going to be about Erica. I just like had this whole, like I had a huge idea for what the trailer was going to be like. And when I first watched it, not gonna lie, I was a little bit let down. But, you know, I've watched it now three or four times, and I do have to say, it is a solid trailer. And, you know, does it reveal everything or show everything that probably went down? No. But that's kind of what a trailer is supposed to be when you think about it. I feel like with a lot of us, we expect so much from the trailers and we expect to be entertained like every second of the trailer. But if you think about it, a trailer is just supposed to like tease what's going to happen throughout the season. So they can't really show everything or they honestly shouldn't show everything because if they did, then why would you even tune in to watch the rest of the season? So with that being said, and with that new mindset, I'm trying to have with it. I actually think it's a pretty solid trailer. I mean, it starts off very dramatically with Dorit being like, let's play two truths and a lie. I can't do her voice at all. I apologize. It's like a fake British accent. So just imagine that that was my voice. But, you know, they seem to be in a cabin and she's like, let's play a game, two truths or a lie. And Erica's just like, two truths and a lie. And then it cuts to her talking about her divorce. And ultimately with this trailer, it's kind of what I expected from Erica. 
where I figured she wasn't going to necessarily admit to anything. So let me just get backstory just in case you don't know. But there's been a lot of drama with Erica and her husband because she unexpectedly filed for divorce, I believe pretty early on into filming this new season. And a lot of people were so surprised because in previous seasons, you know, Erica had said how much she loved her husband and like he was the one for her and he changed her life, you know. There's been a lot of questions throughout the years with her marriage because she is married to somebody a lot older who's like a lot richer than her and it's a very like sugar daddy type scenario, if you will. But you know, she's been very consistent with the fact that regardless of all the money and everything, she loved Tom and like she saw herself with him for the rest of his life. So it was very unexpected when she filed for divorce, and a lot of people were wondering why. And then, I believe shortly after she filed for divorce, it was revealed that her and Tom were being sued for, allegedly, there was some plane crash that happened, and allegedly, I'm gonna keep saying allegedly because I don't know for sure and I'm not trying to get sued, but allegedly... Tom and Erica had embezzled settlements that were supposed to go to the victims' families of the plane crash. So all that drama was happening, and a lot of fans were worried that the show wasn't going to address this lawsuit or really get into the truth of what's going on. And, you know, because in the past with Beverly Hills, there's been plenty of lawsuits that the Housewives have been involved in, but they never really addressed it on camera, which to some degree is a bit understandable because, like, I don't think you can necessarily get into too many details about lawsuits, especially on, like, national television, but they wouldn't even address it. And I think that's more so the part that infuriated fans and was just like well they're not being real and they're like coming at other ladies for minuscule things but they're not being honest or forthright about what they're going through so a lot of people were worried that we weren't going to get really much erica content as far as her divorce and the lawsuit well this trailer put that to bed but it was pretty predictable what i thought thought Erica was going to bring to the trailer. She's just denying everything and saying she was blindsided by everything. And, you know, I don't know if I believe that just because, I don't know. I mean, I don't know the girl's life. I don't know details, but just it's very convenient to be able to say that you didn't know anything. I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Allegedly, 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 allegedly. Okay? Allegedly. It starts off, and you know, throughout the trailer, I was actually very happy to see a lot of the housewives kind of questioning Erica. I know at one point, Dorit was talking about the victims' families of like the plane crash and how what happened to them was awful. And then Kyle outright was just like, did you know about this? And Erica was just like, you know, here's the thing about Erica. And this is why I have like trouble believing Erica sometimes. She just doesn't sound real when she talks. Like, she constantly talks like she's the narrator of some, like, horror film or, like, some scary story. Like, Kyle asks her, oh, did you know about any of this? And Erica just goes, the only person who knows anything is Tom. 
And then it cuts to Garcelle looking like, bitch, this ain't adding up. Because it's not. And you can always, like, depend on Garcelle. Because even in the trailer, Garcelle outright asks her, why did you get divorced from him? Did you get a heads up about, like, these lawsuits? And it was, like, was divorcing him, like, a way of protecting yourself? Now, what I saw, Erica shook her head, like, yes, or nodded her head. Like, she nodded her head, yes. But then she's like, no, no, I didn't. And it's like, mm. I don't know if anyone else noticed it, but she totally nodded her head, yes. So I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. But also with that, it seems like Sutton, who it was just revealed last week that Sutton was going to be a housewife this season, which I'm so excited for. Sutton was on last season. And she was, I think, initially supposed to be a housewife last season. But due to her ex-husband, she wasn't able to, like, film, like, a lot of her family life, like, with the kids. So she was demoted to friend of. She was still a pretty heavy part in the season and was involved in a lot of the drama. And I think she was in every episode. But she just was a friend of and not an official housewife. So I was excited to find out that she was going to be an official housewife this season. But apparently a news report had been... Um, written not too long ago and it revealed that in this upcoming season everyone was pretty supportive of Erica but Sutton was really like taking her to task and like asking her the rough questions and like maybe questioning some of her answers which I know me and a lot of other viewers can appreciate and so it does show I believe the last scene of the trailer they're at a dinner table and Erica just tells Sudden to like shut the fuck up and Sutton's like don't talk to me like that and Erica Erica just becomes possessed and she's just like or what or what and Sutton's just like nothing like I'm not gonna fight you like what and she's like exactly and then Erica just starts like she sheds a single tear I'm not gonna say she starts crying she sheds a single tear while looking statuesque straight in front of herself I don't know but yeah I appreciate sudden kind of calling her out a little bit or like maybe questioning some of her answers because you know it's very convenient for Erica to kind of get on and to deny everything which it's expected I should say it's expected so it seems like sudden might be you know being like oh not everything's added up but okay so with that also sudden seems to be getting into a lot of drama with the newest housewife Crystal who, Crystal, I'm excited to see what she has to bring. Like, she's very beautiful. She seems to be getting in the drama. It shows a few moments where her and Sutton get into it. It starts, I think, the first scene of showing them getting into it. Crystal's, like, yelling at Sutton, being like, you are an awkward, insecure person, and you're jealous. And then Sutton just goes, jealous of what? Your ugly leather pants? And it just shows Crystal smirking. That was funny. Um, They were ugly leather pants, I will say. But also Sutton's dress was kind of ugly too. So um, they were both wearing ugly outfits, but it's fine. Um, And then there's another moment where um, Crystal, I, Sutton's saying something. And then Crystal's just like, are you saying you don't see color? And Sutton gives her a look like, bitch, what? Like, are you serious? And Crystal's just like, I'm just asking, is that what you said? 
So, um, interested to see what Sutton said and why Crystal would come to that conclusion. Um, overall, I'm excited, though, to see that Crystal being a new housewife is kind of bringing it. And I'm excited to see Sutton, like, bringing it back as well. Um, you know, my loyalty at the moment is to Sutton because I, I love Sutton. You know, Sutton came on last season. Like, we've seen her. We've grown to really like Sutton. Crystal's new. I feel like I'm going to like Crystal. But ultimately, I have, like, a soft spot for Sutton and my loyalties to Sutton. But I'm open to liking both in this scenario. Um, Kathy Hilton is joining this season. I believe she's just a friend of. I know there's been, like, a big, like, to-do about Kathy Hilton because she is Kyle Richards' sister and, you know, she's the mom of Paris Hilton. Um, nothing that I really saw in the trailer really got me excited to see Kathy. I don't know about anyone else. Like, I, I don't know. I just feel like they didn't show her enough. So I can't really say that I'm, like, looking forward to her or actually, like, anything she did in the trailer was necessarily, quote-unquote, iconic. I don't know. But, you know, I guess I'm interested to see what else she has to bring um, what else happened in the trailer? Not too much else. It was a very Erica heavy, which, you know, was to be expected. Overall, though, I'm very excited for this season. I believe it's supposed to premiere in May, so I'm looking forward to it. And I did think this trailer was a nice tease as to what we can expect. Come to think of it, there wasn't much like Kyle Richards or Dorit in it which is a little shocking because they're usually a big part of, like, the seasons. So I guess we'll have to see. Oh, um, Lisa Rinna, her daughter, Amelia, is dating Scott Disick, and the trailer kind of touches on that. And I do remember Kyle was like, he is way too old, and Lisa Rinna was just like, I know! So it's good to know that she's talking about it. Um, I'm sure Lisa will actually probably make it her storyline throughout the entire season because she usually doesn't talk about herself but you know i guess we'll see um with that being said i think that's it for the real housewives of beverly hills trailer looking forward to the season it looked really good let's jump into summer house because this past week was i think one of the best episodes this season this season has been really good they've really been bringing it you know i think this format of them being in this house for six weeks straight and it being more of a quarantine house has allowed this season to kind of elevate the show in a way it wasn't able to the past few. Now, granted, I think the seasons where Paige and Hannah came in is where the show really started to get good. And I do think seasons three and four with them were really good. But this season, it's just gotten so much better because they're all stuck together in a house like real world style and they can't really go anywhere. And like, whereas in past seasons, they would have like the week to kind of get away from each other because they would just stay in the summer house like Friday through Sunday. So they had like an escape Monday through Thursday this season they have no escape so they're forced to deal with each other and really face issues head on um so let's get into this past week's episode so the episode started off with um stravi surprising Lindsay. it uh it ended last week with Lindsay noticing the surprise and so this week just picked up where it left off you know stravi had came by the house when they were all at Kyle and Amanda's engagement anniversary dinner. And he set up 
candles that spelled I heart you and he had a bouquet of flowers. So Lindsay saw and she looked shocked and surprised, but very happy nonetheless. She was frozen with a smile and Stravi was like, hey. All of the housemates seemed pretty like excited for Lindsay and like happy to see Stravi, but a few of them were kind of like, eh, I don't know if this necessarily makes up for everything they went through. So Lindsay goes to join Stravi downstairs in the backyard and they have a moment and Stravi's just like, see, this is where Stravi loses me because Stravi's like, yeah, this took, you know, this plane has been in the works for a while now. And it's just like, bruh, like, why was it a while? How long did it take you to play in this? It's a nice gesture, but like you just had flowers and you spelled like I heart you with like electronic candles. Like, wh how much effort, or, like, not even, like, effort, but how much planning did that take? Like, what do you mean? And, like, this is where I start to understand Lindsay's frustration with, like, him not really, like, him kind of being, like, underwhelming. Just kind of doing the bare minimum, but acting like he did the most. I don't know, which maybe it wasn't the most for him, but that was just a funny moment to me. But although Lindsay seemed very happy about it, Stravi was just kind of like, hey, you know, I feel like we should get back together and like we should be boyfriend and girlfriend. And Lindsay was just like, um, yeah, so like, um, I can't give an answer right now. But if you're saying that, um, you want to be my, um, boyfriend, um, I think we should start with a date. And Stravi just looks like, Bitch, I just drove all the way out here and you're not even going to be my girlfriend. Which, you know what, Stravi? She doesn't have to be your girlfriend just because you drove all out here. But with that, he was kind of like, does that mean I have to, like, go back home and then drive back up here to, like, go on a date? And she's like, no, you can stay here. You can stay here. And he's just like, okay, bet. You know, they, like, kiss. They make up. It's all sweet. Carl misses all of this because he went to take a shower. And then so he shows back up and he's just like, what happened? What's going on? And they're just like, you didn't see Stravi. He wrote, I heart you with fake candles. And Carl seems a little hesitant with this. Or not hesitant, but he's cautious because he cares for Lindsay and he just doesn't want her getting hurt again. But regardless. So, the next day... Des comes. We finally get to meet Des, which is Hannah's new boo that she met two weeks before coming to the house, which means two weeks before she um, exploded on Luke about leading her on. Hmm. Um, we'll get into that more later because more gets revealed at the dinner. But she's super excited to see Des. Before he comes, she's like getting ready and like asking Paige about her outfit. Paige lies to her and tells her she's wearing a cute outfit. She wasn't wearing a cute outfit. But Paige and Hannah have a talk about Perry, Paige's boyfriend, because Paige has felt very stagnant and she's felt very like alone in the house and she sees all her roommates kind of like experiencing love and having their relationships. And she just feels like the, like, spark has died with her and Perry, and he's more of a pen pal than, like, a boyfriend. And she kind of reveals that she wishes that Perry were coming down the same time as Des so they could, like, all hang out as couples. 
and she starts to get emotional and she actually starts crying because you know it seems like perry may guilt her every time she comes to the summer house because Perry's a bit older, and he has, like, a professional business job, I think, and he doesn't really want to go on reality TV, essentially. So, I think with that, he kind of guilts her, but it's not really fair, because it's more than just going to a summer house. It's, like, her job. They're filming a show. They're going to be on reality TV, and it's opening up more opportunities for her, and, like, it's a great platform for her to be able to expand and do whatever she wants. I think she wants to do fashion and have a fashion line. So she wants to be a part of this reality TV show. And also, all of her friends are here. So she wants to have, like, a good time with them. So it's not really fair that he's kind of making her feel bad. But she starts to break down. And she just feels like Perry should get over it. Or Perry should try and fix it. And, like, maybe just, like, come down here to spend, like, at least a day. And ultimately, she's just going to, like, at the end of the day, pick herself and make sure she's doing all right. But she just wants to, like, have a good time and forget about all the trouble she's having with Perry. And, you know, Hannah gives her good advice. They have a good moment. And she's basically just telling Paige that she needs to be more honest with Perry as far as her feelings on the situation. And they really have to talk it out. Because right now, Paige is hurting, but she hasn't really even opened up to Perry about the issues she has with Perry not coming to the summer house. So, they have that moment. Des shows up. And, you know, it's sweet. You know, Hannah runs and hugs him. They kiss. She introduces him to the roommates. Um, Kyle makes a joke about how he looks like his dad. Which, quite honestly, they did, like, a side-by-side. And Luke, or not Luke, um, Des does look like an older version of Kyle. Which is, like, kind of funny, too. Because Des is not that much older than Kyle. I believe Kyle's, like... 38 or 37 and Des is only like 44 so he's not much older than him but he does look a little bit older than him and he does look like he could low-key be his dad so that was funny but you know everyone's meeting Des and it's all good Des and Hannah sneak off to have sex and it seems like all the roommates heard them which is um you know awkward but that gets even more awkward the next day but just one moment before we get into that um, they have a dinner with Des and everybody, and, you know, Luke is asking a lot of questions to Des that night, and he's asking essentially just, like, how him and Hannah's relationship is going, like, how it started, and, like, when they met, all that stuff, and Des reveals, you know, they met two weeks prior to her coming to the summer house. He, like, hit her up on, like, Instagram DMs because he noticed that she was in Shelter Island and he wanted to meet up for coffee. So they went on, like, two dates, I want to say, before. And on the first date, they didn't kiss. But on the second date, they had sex. And everyone's just like, ooh. And, like, my thing is, like, Des, why do you have to put her on blast like that? Because it cuts to Luke and Luke is like, oh, you guys had sex. He didn't say this at the table. He said it in, like, his confessional. He was like, oh, you two had sex, but I was leading Hannah on coming up to the summer house? Hmm, interesting. And look, I see two sides to this. Sorry, I just clapped. But um, I see two sides to this because I actually see what Luke is saying. 
Because, you know, regardless of whether or not what happened between him and Hannah, it was clear that Hannah moved on before coming to the summer house and was seeing somebody. So for Hannah to take, like, her anger out on Luke and kind of, like, put him to the fire as much as she did and start as many arguments, I do think was a bit overboard and a bit... I don't want to say inauthentic, but just kind of, like, unnecessary. It's like, you moved on. Like, there's... Even if you felt like Luke had led you on, I get being annoyed and maybe bringing it up and getting in an argument, but she just took it to a level that I think was too far. Um, But also, I would like to say that regardless of if she met Des two weeks prior to coming to the summer house or not, her and Luke went all the way back to last summer, well before the two weeks. So, although she had moved on, there definitely was a lot that seemed to have gone on between her and Luke prior to that. That maybe coming back to the summer house this season, it probably brought back, like, a lot of emotions for her. And, like, him bringing Sierra, and she had revealed on a podcast, actually, that he didn't let her know that she was, or that he was bringing Sierra. So, I think... In a sense, she kind of felt set up, like, to look stupid or, like, to be part of some love triangle and, like, fight with Sierra over Luke. So I think a lot of anger came from that. So I do get that. And I do think, you know, like, just because she met Des prior to the Summer House, it doesn't mean that she didn't still have anger or, like, hurt feelings towards Luke. I just definitely think she took it way too far and was a bit dramatic with a lot of it. But regardless, moving on. So everyone seems to like Des, except for kind of Luke. Luke kind of reveals, not that he doesn't like him, but he reveals to the other guys after dinner that, like, he just doesn't seem like he would, like, he doesn't feel like he would ever hang out with Des, which, I mean, it's fair. So the next day is a boat day, and everyone goes on a boat and gets drunk and parties, and it honestly looks like a great time. Well, everyone goes except for Hannah and Des stay behind, and Danielle actually stays behind because her new boo is actually coming in to spend a few days at the summer house with her and everybody else. They're having a good time. Everyone seems to be having a good time. Um, Paige is, like, sad about her and Perry, so she starts getting drunk, and everyone's, like, curious and, like, talking about Stravi and Lindsay's relationship because it seems as though, like, on the boat that they're acting like boyfriend and girlfriend and they're acting lovey-dovey again. And everyone's just like, oh, that was quick. I mean, he just came by and did the surprise and now they seem to be back together. So some people are questioning that. But while everyone's on the boat getting drunk, Hannah gives Des a house tour. And this is where Hannah and Des really get cringe for me. Um, She takes him to every room and they essentially like have sex or like do stuff in every room, which is like... It's just so awkward because all you hear is like the moans and the groans and the and it's just too much. And the part that was really bad was it gets to one point where they're in Kyle and Amanda's master bathroom and they start to like do stuff and it's just you can hear it. And it's just awkward because Hannah's had like tension with Kyle and Amanda throughout the summer. So it's weird that she would like bring him to their bathroom and do stuff like that. Like, I don't know. It's just like odd. Like, I don't know why she would do that. So that was like um messy to say the least. Um, meanwhile, Danielle's guy shows up and they're just chill. They're kind of awkward. Not gonna lie. I mean, she said she's taking it a little bit slow, but 
I don't know. They kind of just hang out by the pool. It's awkward conversation. I think it also might be awkward because, you know, I don't think he's ever been in front of a camera like that before. So I imagine it would be like weird to have like a moment with your girlfriend and like there's just like a bunch of huge cameras just staring at you. So I give him the benefit of the doubt with that. So they seem ultimately kind of sweet. There's one point where Danielle sees Hannah and Des going to the laundry room. And she's like, I don't think they're doing laundry. And they weren't. Um, anyways, it cuts to the other housemates returning to the summer house. And they're all drunk. They're dancing at the car in the front yard. And they're just like having a good old time. They find their way back into the house. And Paige and Sierra join Hannah and Dez in the hot tub. And Paige reveals that in her mind, she had sex with Carl on the boat. And Hannah's just like, wait, what? They had teased in the trailer for this season before it aired that um, something might happen between Paige and Carl. I don't know who, like, something may go down. But this is definitely hinting that she's seen Carl in a different light or might like Carl again. I don't know. But, you know... Hannah and Des reveal to Paige, though, that, you know, they had the tour and they, like, did stuff in every room, but they also did stuff in Amanda and Kyle's bedroom or in their bathroom. And Paige is like, what the fuck? And Hannah's like, don't tell them. And Paige is like, I won't. I'll take it to my grave. But then it cuts to uh, Paige's confessional and she's like, look, I don't care how many fights Hannah's gotten into with Kyle. Doing what she did is the ultimate fuck you. And you know what? She's right. Meanwhile, while Hannah and Des are talking to Paige and Sierra about all this in the hot tub, it's cutting to, like, Amanda cooking fried rice. And, like, her and Kyle are talking. And she's ranting about how, oh, my gosh, I love Des and Hannah. They seem so sweet. She's treating her the way she deserved to be treated way better than Luke. Eh. And Kyle's just like, yeah, Des seems cool. And then it's, like, cutting to Hannah and Des, like, making fun of the fact that they did stuff in their bathroom. So, that was interesting. Um, aside from that, what else happened this episode? I think that was pretty much all the big events that happened this episode. It was really good. Next week looks really good as well. It seems like Hannah might be getting into yet another fight. Because Amanda and Danielle and some of the other roommates are kind of confronting her about how she kind of took up a lot of Dez's time and didn't give Dez an opportunity to really get to know the roommates. And Hannah gets really defensive and she starts to almost blow up. But then Paige is like, girl, chill. Like, not everything has to be a fight. Like, we're not attacking you. And then Hannah just walks away. So that'd be interesting to see what happens. Um, Hannah is acting very defensive. Look, I listen to a lot of podcasts and she's been on a lot and she explains that there's been a lot more that's happened than has like been shown and like a lot of like fourth wall things and like other things other than like trash which is one of her big arguments she's had with Kyle. So I understand that and I do believe her. However, I wish she would just like relax a little bit like kind of like what Paige said just like girl we're just talking like we don't we don't have to have like a big fight because it looked like Hannah was like gonna go off she like cuts off Amanda at one point and it's like girl chill like it's not even like that so look Hannah's kind of 
been a little off this season and I've been kind of disappointed because like I really like Hannah. I've liked her in the past seasons. I like her podcast with Paige. I like her and Paige's friendship. So it's disappointing to see her kind of the way she's been this season. But, you know, maybe next season she'll make up for it. Who knows? Summer House just filmed their reunion recently. So that's interesting. I'm looking forward to that. And I'm definitely assuming that Hannah is going to be in a lot of fights with pretty much everyone, but probably Paige. Um, yeah, because they also do this after show that I watch sometimes, and I think it comes on YouTube. And it seems like everybody doesn't really like Hannah, except for, like, Sierra and Paige. So, yeah, this reunion should be interesting. Um, overall, again, the season of Summer House has been great, and I'm looking forward to the rest of it. So with that being said, let's jump into this past week's jersey. Honestly, I don't have too much to say. It Like, I'm gonna, like, ugh. This season of Jersey is not doing it for me. And I know I'm in the minority with that. Everyone's loving Jersey this season. And I love Jersey in general. Like the early seasons of Jersey will always have my heart. And overall, these past few seasons with Jersey have been really good. But I don't know why. There's something about this season where I just cannot get into it. With that being said, you know, I like everyone that's on it for the most part. But I also kind of wish they would get some new people as well. Maybe add on. Maybe not necessarily get rid of anybody, but maybe add on like a friend of or another housewife. I don't know. They need somebody to come and shake it up a little bit. But I think I'm also just over Teresa kind of. Like she's just so annoying. And I'm sick of everyone acting like she's like the queen bee and like scared of her. Like it's really annoying. But anyways... With this episode, really the main thing that happened is Melissa and Joe are starting to have a lot of tension with their relationship, which I believe, but I also am kind of like, eh, I feel like they're kind of playing it up a little bit. Melissa's kind of had some questionable storylines the past few seasons from like the secret sister to, what was it? She was, like, considering having a kid last season, even though everyone knew she was not considering having a kid. Like, I don't know. It's just odd. She hasn't necessarily had any good, believable storylines lately. So this one seems a little bit put on by her and Joe. But essentially, they're having tension because when Joe married Melissa, she was more of a housewife and more submissive. I would say. And, you know, since joining the show, she's gotten more notoriety and she's opened up a boutique called Envy. Like, she's busy going to events. Like, she's sort of become more of a public figure. So it seems like Joe is a little bit, you know, jealous in a sense and kind of, like, annoyed that she's not around as much or maybe not playing, like, that housewife role as much. But here's the thing with Joe. He's a bit of a misogynist. Like, look, I know everyone loves Joe Gorga. And, like, honestly, I do find him to be entertaining a lot of the time. But throughout the seasons, he's been very misogynistic. And this isn't the first time he's kind of, like, gotten mad at Melissa for having a job. Like, I remember when she was first starting to open the boutique, he was giving her, her a hard time and being, like, the wife has to stay at home and, like, provide and, like, that type of shit. So he's always low-key been a misogynist. So that's really all this is, I think. And I think also he's insecure because maybe he feels like Melissa's getting too big and, I don't know, might leave him one day. It's weird. I don't know. 
But also, you know, he's kind of full of shit because, like, he complains about her having a job and doing things. But he's gotten plenty of opportunities from them being on Housewives. Like, he had this event growing with Georgia or... With Georgia. Growing with Gorgo or... I don't know. He had some event that was kind of a drama point earlier in the season. And, like, he's doing a lot of things with this platform as well. And he's definitely not shy of the camera. Since Melissa's joined Housewives, he's been a big part of, like, feuding with Teresa and, like, storylines in the show. So, I don't know. He's a bit hypocritical, if you ask me. I don't know. It just seems pretty put on, this fighting. Because it starts with, like, they're leaving, like, a dinner. And Joe gets annoyed that Melissa walked ahead of him, like, without him. And that's what, like, started the drama. Like, when they were leaving the dinner and going to the car, she walked ahead of him and got to the car before him. I don't know. It was weird. And that's what started the fight. And Melissa was just, like, annoyed. Like, why are you getting, like, mad at me for that? And then Joe goes off and he's just saying, like, you've changed. You've gotten jobs. You're not around. Da, 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 da. And Melissa's, like, fed up. And she's like, I've kissed your ass all of our marriage. You're so spoiled. Why are you trying to make me feel bad? They get into an argument. The next day, I think they kind of make up a little bit or they agree just not to argue anymore. It seems like, though, this is going to be a consistent storyline for them for the rest of the season. And I guess we'll see if they work through it. I assume they do because they're still together. But we'll see. Um, There was also, in this episode, they had a celebration for Nono, which was Teresa and Joe's father, who recently passed. So that was nice. You know, it was sad, too. Nono had been a part of the show for a while, and, like, Teresa's whole family has honestly been a part of the show, like, since she started. And, you know, her mother passed shortly after she got home from jail, and then Nono recently passed. So I definitely feel for Teresa, regardless of if I like her as a person or not. I feel so bad for her and her family and, like, the loss she's gone through. So it was nice seeing the celebration for Nono and everyone sort of get together and support Teresa and her family in that moment. So that was nice. Um, Next week seems a little boring, not gonna lie. It seems like we might start to get into Teresa's new relationship with her boyfriend. I don't know. And then it just seems like um, Melissa and Joe get into more fights. So, again, this season of Jersey, I know people are loving it and, like, they like it a lot. I'm just not, you know, I'm, I guess I'm entertained, like, I'll watch it, but, like, I'm a little bit bored. I don't know. We'll see. Maybe it'll pick up. Probably not, but maybe it will. I think they're also supposed to film their reunion soon. Whatever. Anyways, with that being said, I think that's pretty much it. I don't have anything else to talk about. I'm super excited again about the new season of Beverly Hills. The trailer was really good. Um, Summer House is killing it this season. And, you know, Jersey is um, there. Gia should be back with us again next week. I can't wait. I've been sad this whole episode doing it without her, but that's okay. We'll get to talk with her soon and hear from her and hear her thoughts on everything reality TV related. But yeah, that's pretty much it for this week's episode. Thank you guys for listening. Make sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts and like rate and review us. Um, I believe we're also available on Spotify. We're available on Anchor and a few other podcast platforms. So make sure you look out for us and, you know, also follow us on Instagram at what in the reality hell. And, you know, I'm posting content on there pretty consistently and, you know, it's fun. 
But yeah, thank you guys so much for tuning in and make sure to tune in next week. Bye! Oh, 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 oh